Listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WBEP. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining us. Don Was is a man who wears many important hats in the music industry, and in Detroit, of course, he's a favorite son. He is returning home this Friday to play at the Fox Theater, this time touring as the bassist for the 40th anniversary of the band's The Last Walt. Don Was joins me now talk about his return home. Don, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, Stephen. Good to talk to you, man. Good to talk to you, too. Absolutely. Um, talk about uh, talk about this idea of The Last Waltz, the 40th anniversary of The Last Waltz. Why is that so important? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. We, we, we started it uh, a year ago at the New Orleans Jazz Festival. Uh, Warren Haynes and myself, a company called Blackbird Productions, have done a show there every year for like five years. And last year, we wanted to pay a tribute to Alan Toussaint, who just recently sure. passed away. Yeah. And, and we thought, well, let's play the last waltz, and we'll use Alan's horn arrangements. Wow. So it kind of stemmed from that. I think the big surprise from the single show that it was just supposed to be a one-off, go up in the air, like smoke and be done. But the <laughs> uh, the response to the audience, uh, you know, kind of made everyone reconsider because from the from the opening notes of the song you just played up on Cripple Creek, everyone was upstanding and they and they they sang along with every song, and you could see that that these songs are, are pretty deeply embedded in the American musical psyche and, and mean a whole lot to, to, uh, to a lot of people. Sure. And no, one, no one's really out there playing that body of work. If, if you love the Beatles, McCartney does a great three-hour show full, full of every Beatles song you'd want to hear. And uh, the Stones are out there playing, Dylan's out there playing, but no one's playing the band's repertoire with any regularity. Yeah. And, and it, it's an incredible batch of songs. So, to be honest with you, it's more of a celebration of those songs. I think they're, they're, they're as much fun to play as they are to uh, for everyone to listen to. The, the, the great, great songs. Yeah. And, uh, so, so, years, uh, so <laughs> the show, the show on uh, Friday at the Fox. Is it a? I mean, you're gonna people are gonna see uh, basically uh, the 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 whole repertoire of this uh, last waltz. We we play three hours worth of songs and wow. we perform that. Um, we stretch out a little bit, so and and they're, they're de- you know there's something like nobody can sing that Joni Mitchell song. <laughs> we didn't go near that one, uh, but but we had stuff. You know, we got uh, got a lot of different voices. It's uh, you know Jamie Johnson, uh, Warren Haynes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taj Mahal, Dr. John, Cyril Neville, they're, they're all singing songs. Bob Margolin does uh, the Muddy Waters stuff. That He he, he was Muddy Waters' uh, guitar player in the 70s, and he played at the last waltz with Muddy. So yeah. he does Manish Boy. Yeah. So, uh, so 40 years ago, this is when this happened in November of 1976. Talk about the, the music scene then uh, that, that sort of brought all these people together. And you point out people like... Bob Dylan and Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, uh, Neil Diamond, Eric Clapton all come together to do this. Uh, how different is that 
scene then from what you see on the music scene today? Well, it wasn't, uh, it, it was a big business, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, there, there, there was a lot of dough at stake uh, from recorded and live music, but it, it was nothing like it is now. I, I, I suppose it was uh, maybe just like everything else, you know, like, like I'm sitting here in Nashville, Tennessee. I can go, I'm looking out the window. I can see, you know, a bunch of restaurants that also are, are in Detroit too. You know, you, you have to go pretty <laughs> deep. You know, a lot of the same people in every city. Right. In every city, you get off the plane in any city and you find all the same stuff, which yeah. is different than 76, right? That, that's really, it's all over the world too. You know, uh, you, you got a, Indonesia, you can go eat at Chipotle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and does that? I, in- I think that's part of it. I, I, I suspect that uh, the last waltz came about because of a guy like Bill Graham, who was, sure. even though quite a, a successful businessman, was a was a local promoter still in right. uh, in San Francisco, and we love him. Feared and beloved at the same time. Yeah. Uh, talk about the importance of doing this here in your home city of Detroit. That's got to be special, too, right? Yeah. Well, you know, anytime I play in Detroit, it's special. But there's something about this. You know, I, I saw this movie for the first time in 1978 when it was first run uh, at the Birmingham Theater. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, and my then wife was uh, over nine months pregnant. And the loud volume of the movie uh, put her in labor, and, uh, oh and we went we went straight to Beaumont Hospital. My first kid was born. That's a great story. That's a great memory. <laughs> so uh, I got a special attachment to the movie, and he came out. He's a drummer too. My son Tony. You know, so, wow, very yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm t- this is Detroit today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is legendary musician. Don was. He's the president of Blue Note Records, legendary musician and producer, native of Detroit, and he is touring as the basis for the 40th anniversary of the band's The Last Waltz. Uh, you can go see that Friday at the Fox Theater. If you want to join the conversation, want to talk with Don Was about his career, about The Last Waltz, the 40th anniversary of that. Where were you in 1976 uh, when that happened? Uh, how does music compare now to music then give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there. Or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll try to work your comments into the conversation. Don, you still do an awful lot here uh, in in Detroit, but, but one of the things that you do that is one, among my favorites is the concert of colors which we have mm. every year here in the in the summer i just think that is such a spectacular celebration of the broad range and and here i'm talking not just about type of music but also sort of cultural background of music uh, i mean it's it's this wonderful rainbow kind of celebration um, oh it's a beautiful festival man i i first I guess I, I played there for the first time with uh, an Algerian singer named Sheb Khaled, great rise singer. It was probably about 12 years ago, and and was just absolutely blown away by the whole vibe there. Really, 
really uh, in the WDET zone, Ishmael Ahmed is the, uh, mm-hmm. is the cat who really, you know, holds it together yes. and founded it. And, you know, great, great, uh, well, he's a great member of society is what he is. He's yeah. a great man. <laughs> yes. He's really done so many good things quietly for so many people. But he, he puts together a very eclectic blend uh, uh, of folks. And, and it's just a really nice, you know, it's got a real nice homemade, human feel to it the whole festival so I, I was thrilled to play it the first time and then when he called me with the idea for the uh, all-star review which is now 10 years ago this is our 10th one mm-hmm. uh you know I, I was thrilled to come out and do it it was basically it's an hour and a half it's a world music festival this is the indigenous music of detroit yeah and we, we do a review everyone gets up and does one song and it can be Anyone from, you know, uh, a 14 year old punk rock band to uh, Martha Reeves. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and usually both. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, let's go to Matt in Pleasant Ridge. Matt, welcome to Detroit Today. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, Don, I wanted to ask if uh, there was ever any talk of uh, Garth Hudson playing for the whole tour. I'm going to the show on Friday and I'm looking forward to it. You have a a you know, great group of musicians, but my only disappointment was that Garth wasn't going to be there. Well, I've got I've got marvelous news for you. Yeah, no, he's coming. Yeah, he's, he he's so great. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, we oh. we did, every night is like a, a magical mystery tour with this cat. He um, <laughs> the other night he, he was supposed to come out and play on the wait, and we're looking up at the organ and and uh, we we didn't know you know like you know where's Garth, and then we look over. And he's displacing Dr. John from the piano. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and, he, and he did like a, I know, like a 10 minute uh, soliloquy on, on the piano. It was, you know, it was just magnificent. He's really something else. He's, uh, you know, I mean, he's really a musical genius. That, that, that phrase gets tossed around a lot. <laughs> but, uh, he's got, you know, he's got not only amazing technique as a, yeah, and and we should clip. we should say for for the listeners that uh, Garth Hudson is one of only two living members of yeah. the band. But yes. but you're saying he'll be there on, on yeah, Friday. Yeah, he's coming to Detroit. Yeah, very good. All right, Matt. Uh, good luck uh, right. on Friday. Thank uh, you. Have yeah, fun good, at the show. Good, good question. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, WDT listeners, uh, there will be double WDT listeners in the front row because they won tickets during our ah, cool. fundraiser last week so uh, you'll have yeah. to be sure to say right. we'll, we'll, we'll play especially well for them yeah <laughs> that's right um <laughs> before i before i uh before i let you go uh i, I want to talk just uh, quickly again about um uh, about the band uh, mm-hmm. and why why their music uh, for you resonates so so strongly today i, I think for- I thought it was just me, actually. I, I thought I had some special affinity and was like a, a niche music fan. But I, but getting out now and playing it in front of 2,500 people every night all over the country, I can see that it resonates everywhere. And I think, it, you know, a lot of people say they, uh, they're like the founders of Americana music. And and I, I guess that, that says that's because they have elements that reach back to Stephen Foster. Or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, but I, I think they go uh, deeper than that. I, I think they got something going on that's kind of primordial. They, their harmonies, just the, the way the songs are written, the, the notes and everything, it triggers a deep uh, emotional response in our DNA, kind of the same way 
songs like Amazing Grace do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So just certain harmonies resonate, and they, they've they tapped into that emotional uh, spring of, of music. And uh, it's, you know, you, you see... You see the the look on people's faces in the audience, and they're they're, um, they're deeply moved by these songs. Yeah. And I have the same response you, playing it. Do you I, find that couple, Do you find that today when you're playing that 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 emotional yeah. response is still there? Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a, uh, I see it standing there. But when we get to something like uh, "I Shall Be Released," uh-huh, uh-huh. that song, if I look at the audience. I would think I was playing in church. People got their eyes closed and they're waving their arms and they know all the words and they're singing it like a hymn. And it's really kind of become uh, a modern day amazing grace. It's a, you know, it's a great lyric, Bob Dylan, you know. Sure. And uh, it's, it's, it's impressionistic enough so everyone can pin their own emotional uh inner emotional lives on it. You know, being released means something different to everybody. Yes. Uh, but everyone's got some burden they need to be released from. And uh, it, it really, the songs just resonate. Uh, and playing them, I, I, I get the same, they're wonderful songs to play. Just speaking to you as the bass player in the group, it's it's like, it's a, they just kind of roll off your fingers. They're set up in a way that inspire you to play different notes. And that's something about the band too. They, when, you know, we wanted to be faithful to their original impulse, you know, creating right. music, but their original instinct. And uh, there's there's no set version of it. Every time you listen to a live version of the band playing, they do every song completely differently every night. And uh, I, I think that's part of it, too. The, the only correct way to play it is to throw yourself into the songs and and just, you know, float for three hours and, and be part of it. And a musical experience like that is is uh, is the essence of, of why people become musicians. You know, to experience that, to feel, and that. the audience yeah. picks up on that too. The audience can feel it. If we did, you know, karaoke last waltz, they'd be they'd be throwing their shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, Don was a legendary musician and producer, president of Blue Note Records, native of Detroit, now touring as the basis for the 40th anniversary of the band's last waltz. As always, great to talk with you. Yeah, yeah, pleasure, Stephen. Thank you, man. Okay. Uh, Up next, we're going to hear from Congresswoman Maxine Waters about her opposition to President Trump and, just as important, the pushback she has felt as a result. Stay with us on Detroit Today. Thank you.